0: Has slopped its way in from the gutter. And look what it's brought with it. That's right, another episode of the one, the only, the original, the incomparable, the um, first. Wait, no, that's not one. I suppose it's the first in terms of quality, and perhaps quantity if we last long enough. Regardless, or perhaps. More worryingly, regarding all, it's the Slanted Hallway. Tonight, for your listening pleasure, we present a tale that many Americans may be all too familiar with. The Adders are a typical middle-class family who live a typical middle-class life. Thomas used the G.I. Bill to get himself a law degree, and Victoria spends her time making the little house they purchased in the suburbs into their dream home. It would seem they've cut themselves a hearty slice of American apple pie, but what they're real to fail to disclose is that buried in their deed is a restrictive covenant with the slanted hallway. (laughs)
1: Have you noticed anything different about dinner tonight, Tom? I
2: I guess we don't often use the blue plates. Very inventive, Vicky.
1: No, not that.
2: Is it the mashed potatoes? Did you use extra mayonnaise on the peas?
1: No, but you're getting warmer.
2: is, Is it... Could it... The ham? Yes. Good for you. I like the dynamism. Uh, would you pass the chicken jello?
1: Oh, Thomas, you're not getting out of this one. Tell me what you think. It's
2: very ham-esque, um, I, I, I suppose.
1: Did you notice it was saltier than normal?
2: Oh, that's the ham. I <laughs> I thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah, it's incredibly salty.
1: Well, aren't you going to ask me why?
2: How's about you just tell me whatever it is that's on your mind, and I'll just sit back and listen.
1: It's a new kind of ham they just got in at the fancy grocery store. You know, the one down on School Street? Fairsley's? No, the other one. Demulas. No, the one with all the fancy imported stuff.
2: Oh, you mean Fancy's Grocery?
1: Yes. Well, there I was about to ask for their regular ham, and then I saw a sign with the word I've never seen before, prosciutto.
2: And this is that. Prosciutto?
1: Yes, it's from Italy, and it's all the rage at supper clubs. He told me how normally they slice it real thin, and I said, Oh no, if I'm going to have fancy ham, I'm going all out. Give me the thickest slices you can.
2: Well, if it's good enough for some hoity-toity supper club, it's good enough for us.
1: I can already feel myself getting toitier.
2: Oh yeah, same, after... All this salted meat, I've got a real toitness in my chest.
1: I think that feeling in your chest is pride, dear.
2: Sure, it could be.
1: No, it definitely is. I was just reading about it in one of my magazines. People who accomplish things feel pride.
2: Really? Well, how about that? Pride?
1: It's the thing you feel for America, but now it's for yourself.
2: Oh, wow, so I'm, I'm kind of like a... A country?
1: According to the magazine, yes, you should always feel as important as a major world power.
2: Wow, This, this is really something else. Do you think people will listen to me now? If you say it loud enough, darling, the whole world will listen. Well, then what are we doing here? Why are we sitting around eating a meal you cooked just to have you go and wash the dishes? We deserve better. We deserve to eat food other people have cooked and then have them clean up after us. That's just a restaurant, dear. Then we should go to a restaurant. That's what proud, rich folks do, and dang it, that's what we're going to do. Oh, my. This is all just so much, and all at once. You've awakened something in me, darling. I (laughs) I, I, feel like... I feel like a somebody. My goodness, what a wonderful evening we're having. But, darling, can we really afford it? Of course we can. All the hours I've been putting down at the firm... I'm bound to be a junior partner soon, especially with uh, all the new interest in my case. According
1: to another magazine, we should be trying for publicity. Do you think it could get your name in the paper?
2: Victoria, with that case I'm working on right now, I might even end up on the television. Really? Is it that big? (laughs) No, you wouldn't believe it. The whole thing revolves around the new import tax on finished works of art. It's the importer versus the state of Wisconsin. He claims he was tricked and that the state says he knew the works were completed. Now, I know it's all a little technical, but it's the first case I've ever seen where both sides claim they were framed.
1: A famous lawyer and his beautiful wife out on the town. I can see it all now. I'm feeling pride and it hasn't even happened yet.
2: Well, maybe this is how it's supposed to be.
1: No, it definitely is. No more of this humdrum, hoi polloi lifestyle. We are big, we are important, we're worth it.
2: The only thing we have to do now is pick the place and watch our social status skyrocket.
0: Ah, and just like that, our lovely couple has fallen victim to the prosperity of our nation. Sure, things seem like they're on the up and up, and maybe, just maybe, they really are. But I wonder if that trip to a fancy restaurant will really be as satisfying as they assume it will be. Pride has a funny way of always demanding more, especially when you're in this lady way.
2: I don't want to alarm you, dear, but I'm not really feeling any pride here. I feel dirty. Oh, well, I, I don't think Big Willie's Burger Hut is very clean.
1: And we're the only ones not in our cars.
2: At least they were able to find us a table. All those excuses, but... Wore them down.
1: Call me crazy, Tom, but I don't think a bread box on a traffic cone counts as a table.
2: Here, it does.
1: Sure, here. But when I look at the celebrities in the gossip magazine, they're sitting in big booths with a great big table, and there's food on plates, and Jimmy Durante's there, and it's also not this.
2: We're kidding. Look at this, Oliver Hasselway at the Brown Derby.
1: Where did you get that newspaper?
2: Oh, they gave me a big stack of them instead of a chair, but... You're right, this guy's got everything. Do you think it would make us feel better to have everything in this picture? Hmm... Maybe, but what if we had twice as much as he has? Oh? And what if no
1: one else couldn't have it? Then we'd be in the paper, and everyone would look at us and feel like we do now.
2: They'd be envious.
1: That's the word, yeah. Well, we can't get it all at once, that's impossible. Why? It's awful hard to go from the Burger Hut to being the only ones allowed inside the Brown Derby.
2: Right, sure.
1: Don't get discouraged yet, there's a path to success. What do we have to do? I think the right thing to do is first we get into the most exclusive restaurant in town, and then we somehow convince them to not let anyone else in. And then we go up from there.
2: Yeah, all right. that makes sense. We start small, and just get bigger and bigger.
1: You just said what I said, but dumber.
2: If I say it three more times, I won't have a nightmare.
1: Oh, you card. Do any of those newspapers have a Critics' Corner?
2: Yeah, right next to the Society section here. Well, what restaurant are they raving about? Mm, The Greasy Knuckle got three stars.
1: Hmm. Maybe we can do better than that.
2: Uh, The Duck Trumpet got two thumbs up. That's gotta be good.
1: That depends. Who wrote the article? Lonnie Mack? Oh, darling, that's a terrible review. He goes off the thumbs on his necklace. (laughs)
2: Ah, we all had fun in Korea. Ah. Well, that just leaves... Well, that just leaves... Chez Fromage. My, my, Chez Fromage, that does sound fancy. No, Gladys, cancel my appointment. I've got a reservation at Chez Fromage.
1: Well, now, who is this ravishing gentleman I'm sitting with?
2: Oh, it's me, honey. I was just pretending. Victoria, I'm home!
1: I'm in the parlor, dear.
2: The parlor?
1: It's what we're supposed to call the living
2: room. Ah, yes, very fancy. Any luck on that cheese cream reservation? You wouldn't believe it, but they weren't in the phone book. An unlisted number. Well, of course you can't have the riffraff trying to get in.
1: Exactly what I thought, dear. We don't want to be dining around a bunch of nobodies trying to fit in.
2: But you were able to get a hold of them.
1: It took a lot of random dialing, but eventually, yes, I'm on hold now.
2: Why didn't you just ask the operator?
1: We should have people to do that for me.
2: Ah, now you're thinking with pride.
1: Exactly. Oh, hello. Yes, I'm still here nothing nothing at all well I what about next week unbelievable (laughs) I suppose you'll call us back if you get a cancellation not that I'm desperate or anything like that I've just heard that um your that your chez is to die for and you will uh well all right have a great day
2: (sighs) couldn't get a table
1: no I couldn't I just don't understand
2: it doesn't make any sense. We know we're important. Why don't they?
1: It gets worse, Tom. Today, while I was in the fancy grocery store, the cashier wouldn't take my credit card.
2: That's an outrage. Did they give a reason?
1: She said they only accept Continental Express.
2: Continental Express? We can't afford that.
1: I know, Tom. I know. I'm, I'm starting to think maybe we aren't as important as we think we are.
2: Woman, never let that thought enter your head again. Do you understand me?
1: Now, hold on. You can't be barking orders at me. You were supposed to be in the paper this week, and what happened? Where are you?
2: I am in there. A reporter was asking me all kinds of questions. Oh, really? You're sure about that? Of course I'm sure. What do you think I am? An idiot?
1: Oh, maybe you're either dumb or a liar, because I'm flipping through the pages right now, and there's not one word about you.
2: Give me that. Ah. Ah, ah. You see? Right here. In the Critics' Corner. Where? The quote right at the top.
1: Public says, touch of evil too scary for general audience.
2: I'm the public to which they are referring.
1: Oh, you're the blurb? I had no idea.
2: Clearly...
1: Well, let me just call the restaurant back and inform them.
2: See that you do?
1: Yes, I'll ring them right up and say, Hello, this is Mrs. Blurb. You may know my husband from the paper. Oh, don't worry if you don't have a table for us, you can just stick us on the back door.
2: How dare you insult my contribution to society?
1: It's awful hard to insult something that doesn't exist.
2: How's about I leave then? Just fly on out of here and make something of myself someplace else.
1: You'll have a hard time doing that.
2: And why is that?
1: Because I'm taking the car and I'm going to my mother's.
2: (gasps) So that's it, then. We're just going to run off and it's all over?
1: Oh, Tom, no, I, I don't want that. It's just...
2: I know, darling, I know.
1: It's just all of a sudden it feels like there's just so much pressure on us.
2: Let's just have a nice, quiet evening in. Then, how does that sound to you?
1: I think I'd like that very much.
2: All right. Then that's what we'll do. How was your day, dear?
1: It was very pleasant. How was your day?
2: It was fine. A little busier than I thought, but it was fine. Well? Say, uh, what's for dinner? Oh, I, I hadn't
1: planned anything. I thought we'd be going out.
2: Oh, well, that's a worry.
1: Yes, it certainly is.
2: We can't very well go without it, can we?
1: No, that'd be awful.
2: We'd get so cranky.
1: Yes, and we shouldn't be fighting.
2: That's what I always say. We shouldn't be fighting.
1: But when people are hungry, they get all agitated.
2: Then it's settled. We ought to go out to eat.
1: Yes, but we need to keep in mind our health.
2: Oh, yes, of course we do.
1: So we can't just go anywhere.
2: No, 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 no. It has to be someplace good. Or healthy, I mean.
1: Yes, someplace nice and healthy. The duck trumpet? It's a little pricey.
2: That's true, but if people see us eating there, it it might inspire them to eat healthy.
1: Oh, yes, we'd be an inspiration.
2: It's a public service that people like us go out to eat.
1: Absolutely. We need to show people that you can go out and pick a healthy place to eat.
2: Then it's settled.
1: Indeed it is. I'll go get dressed. Don't want the public to think I don't care about them. Thomas, you're home early.
2: (laughs) Yes, I am, dear. I came home around lunchtime.
1: Are you feeling okay?
2: No. No, I don't think I am.
1: Well, what's wrong? Should I put on some chicken soup?
2: Chicken soup?
1: Yes, it helps if you're feeling sick.
2: Chicken soup from a can?
1: That's... Well, I guess I could make it from scratch, but it would be a while.
2: I don't want a can of chicken soup. And I don't want your barely passable puddle of chicken-flavored filth. Thomas, calm down. I want the chicken soup they've got at the Chez Frimida. And I want the chicken soup from the Brown Derby. That's what'll heal me, Victoria. But I can't get it. I've been sitting here all day calling restaurants, private clubs, anywhere to see if we could get a seat at the table. And you know what they all said? No. Yes.
1: We got a table?
2: No, I was saying yes. They said no.
1: Well, then you shouldn't be yelling at me. I was at least able to get us somewhere.
2: Oh, of course you were able to stick us near the bathroom of the cheapest fine dining restaurant in town. How could I possibly forget our evening of overcooked vegetables and corked wine?
1: For the last time, all wine has a cork in it. If anything, it's a sign of quality.
2: All right, Little Miss Perfect. Explain the vegetables, then. I've never had something so soggy before.
1: If you didn't want something wet, you shouldn't
2: have ordered the mushroom stew. Oh, so everything's my fault. That's the way it's gonna be. That's not what I'm saying. Then what are you saying? I'm saying
1: you're acting like a child. <laughs>
2: Children don't know anything about fine dining.
1: And neither do you. The only reason we even started going out is because I read about it in a magazine.
2: Ah, ah so so then you admit it. This is all because of you.
1: I'm not admitting anything. I don't need this.
2: Why? You don't want to condescend down to my level?
1: Exactly. I'm glad you can understand something.
2: Well, let me tell you something, sister. You're no prize yourself. Why, I bet if I went out right now, I could bag a dame with some real class.
1: I know you can, but only because I know what you consider class. I can't believe I've spent so many years with a low-down, no nothing middle-class trash.
2: I've wasted the best years of my life on you. I'm already 29. Soon I'll be too old to marry a fresh young college gal, and then I'll have to wait until I'm old and rich to do it. And just what exactly are you trying to say? That I'm not going to waste a single extra minute on this, this, this sham of a marriage. The next time I get married, it'll be a real big deal. With the press crawling all over it.
1: I'm sure you'd like that, but they'll be busy desperately trying to catch a glimpse of mine.
2: (laughs) Not on your life. Keep dreaming. Me, I'm taking action. So long. And don't call because my people won't answer.
1: I hadn't planned on it. Take a good look because this is the last time you'll be seeing me in color. And not in a photograph. I'll be in the paper is what I'm trying to say.
0: And there you have it. Young love shattered in its prime by the all-consuming idea that there must always be more out there. How easy it is for contentedness to turn to envy and envy to lust and lust to... Even more envy, perhaps even governing. I'm not sure, really. I've never once felt those feelings. Anyway, tune in next week, where we tell the story of a monkey that learns to talk and then becomes an accountant. Forget this a logging company.